podcast, Coffee with Kim. This is the opportunity where you can just kind of sit back, relax, and just enjoy what you hear. I've had several podcasts now. A couple of them have been with family. And so today I'm back with the family member because I think it's important for us to share our family experiences with others. You know, sometimes it can be just very encouraging and enlightening. So today is a special day because I'm here with my one and my only son, William Todd Irvin Jr. He's here with me on this podcast. Thank you, son. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yes, I thank you. I thank you. And so today, my son and I, we're just going to talk a bit about mother and son relationships. Mother and son relationships can be a beautiful thing, and then sometimes they're not so great. <laughs> I've, I've known quite a few people who have not been in the best of relationships with their sons in a grateful to God way. I can say that, you know, you and I have had a pretty good relationship for the majority of your 20, what, 29 years? Yeah. We have, we've had some good times. You know, you being the only boy, I would say, I would venture to say that you might be a tiny bit spoiled. What do you think? I usually tell people that I'm blessed, but if that's the word that you want to use, like, <laughs> okay. you know. <laughs> it's all about perspective, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's however you see it, you know? It's up to you. How you see it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, well, you have been very blessed over the years, since we're putting it that way. There is a quote here by Ralph Waldo Emerson. It says, men are what their mothers made them. What do you think about that? Yeah, even though I have like a loving father in my life, everybody say I'm just like him and everything. I also see a lot of your qualities in me as well. Mm -hmm. There's some things that I got from you that I couldn't get from my dad, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and that's not a bad thing at all. No, 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 no. Honestly, I say I have like a great balance of both of you guys. Okay. You, you truly are like what, I don't know, mom, you just, it's a lot of things that I would not have done without you, you know? So it's a lot of things that I would not have finished, like things that I wouldn't even try. So, yeah, I believe that's very true. Yeah, I, I do, too. I, I do. And, and you can see it from a positive or a negative. Mothers can be very loving and supportive um, with their sons and strong because I feel like not have I only been loving and compassionate and sometimes, you know, spoiling you as you or as you call it, blessing you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I've also been very strong in your life. Yeah. And so I think those are some of the things that help define who a man is if his mom is strong in his life. Yeah. Um, because mom, you know, they have a significant impact on their sons um, in a major way. Mm -hmm. You know, you have as a mom, you have an impact on how your son not only behaves, you know, as a child as we're grooming you and teaching you, but also in the latter years, you know, it's like mm -hmm. my relationship with you and how I respond to you and react to you and you to me has a lot to do with how you in the future will probably, or even now we won't say the future because you're a grown man, how you interact with women, you know? Yeah, true. So that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's something that's important. 
um, you know, um, I was doing some reading and it was talking about how like right from the time a, a, a boy is born up until his uh, adult years, you know, he matures. And if he has a deeply rooted bond with his mom, you know, it just, it makes it, it makes him even a better man. Mm -hmm. um, he can have more respect for women and, and love for, you know, females in general. So mm -hmm. I, I definitely see that in you. You were definitely raised right. Yeah, of course, I, I didn't do it by myself. Yeah. You know, your dad and I did it together. Yeah, you guys definitely did a great job. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. When I think about you and, and your love for your mama, I always say, you know, my son says it with his chest. <laughs> and what I mean by that is how I think when you turned 18, was it? I think the day of. You came home <laughs> with this huge tattoo of my name on your chest. I don't, I, you know, I don't even know yeah. how I think I really felt about it. It kind of scared me a bit. But just, you know thinking i was like wow my son really really loves me he's got my whole government name on his chest <laughs> ain't no changing it right and so yeah whoever he marries and so in my mind it was like whoever he marries <laughs> if they don't love me they at least have to love my name yeah. you know <laughs> this research um, by a man called Lombardi, and he was talking about five reasons mother and son relationships are so important. But I'm just going to like focus in on one point that he made. And I want to just ask your opinion if you think that it's true or not. So in his study, he, he mentions that um, boys who don't have a strong bond with their mothers um, from their early days, grow up to be hostile, aggressive, and destructive. But boys who have a close bond with their moms tend to avoid future delinquent behaviors. What are your thoughts on that? That's something that's it's crazy because especially with the field that I work in, and I look at it a lot of like you know the young boys that I work with. A lot of them, they don't have their mothers and, you know, or their mothers didn't want them or something like that. And they're the most violent ones. But I don't think necessarily, like, it's true for all boys, you know, we could say, we could say for some. All boys who don't have a good relationship don't turn out to be yeah. hostile, aggressive, yeah. and destructive. You know, it does happen. Yeah. I agree with that as well. I do agree with the second point that he has made that boys who have a close bond with their moms tend to avoid delinquent behavior, but mm. that can also not be yeah. so true for every boy as well. Yeah. You know, because sometimes we make choices. Yeah, I'm about to say that, yeah, that's not always true because, like, we, at the same time, where I work, it's some kids in there that have a close relationship with their mother and they're pissed off and angry and, like, you know, unless you, like, get in with them and really get to know them, like, you don't know what it is, but it's still that same thing. So it's it's kind of iffy. Mm -hmm. I guess it's kind of how you were raised and like what you seen growing up. Cause say if me and you were close and like, but I seen like dad treating you so terrible mm -hmm. and violently and stuff like that. So I could still pick up those habits True. and you know, 
and still share that with the person that I'm going to be with. So it's not necessarily like a fact. It's just, I guess it's how you were raised and which kind of, what kind of household you're raised in. And you raise a great point too. Um, I have, um, you know, I, I um, am in the foster care industry. Uh, and so I see a lot of the same mm-hmm. things you see, you know, working in the, in the industry that you work in. Yeah. Um, and I have seen, you know, yeah. boys or young men who do love their moms and um, have a, a good relationship with them. But at the same time, because they have been um, exposed to uh, violent behavior toward women, mm-hmm. they tend to do the same thing. So. Yeah, I totally get what yeah. you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. But then, you know, um, Lombardi goes on to say that um, moms who are close with their sons, they tend to raise boys who are better able to communicate their feelings and who can also stand up to peer pressure. What do you think about that? I'm not really a, a person that really expresses my feelings. I'm kind of like, a, oh, it's okay. It's all right. And then I kind of like, I'm not gonna say I explode, but sometimes I do. I ain't gonna lie. It's like I let stuff, I hold stuff in, and then I kind of like just like, man, why are you doing all this? Like you know, and it's like I never expressed the first time when it bothered me. When okay. I should have said something the first time. So, okay. you know, and then the other part. Uh, what was the other part? Um, oh, also that um, that they're able to stand up to peer pressure better. Uh, yeah, I, that's something that I've like. According to like uh, addressing it to me, I've never like if I if it was something that uh, my friends are doing and like they're like come on let's do it, that's something that I wanted to do. Like I've never oh, ever okay. yeah like if I don't want to do something then I don't I don't do it. And my friends and my people girls like they all know that. So if it's something that I did and it was like kind of like you let your friends talk, I'm like nah, that's something that I wanted to do. Like you know so. <laughs> I, I never really gave in to peer pressure like that. I've always like, been like my own person. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with yeah. that. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes I think mother-son relationships can, they can take on a bad rap because, you know, people tend to think that <laughs> they're, uh, if a young man is uh, in a great relationship with his mom or very close to his mom, that he is a, a mama's boy, okay? And I think that whole term, mama's <laughs> boy, I think that that can have many different explanations. So, n- not giving my own take on it, but would you consider yourself to be a mama's boy? And if so, yes or no, tell me why. Yeah, I am. <laughs> How, like, like, let's be realistic. Like, I grew up in the house with all sisters uh-huh. you know and like yeah my dad of course he's in my life of course but i've always been just right there with my mom like that's my mom like you know it's it's a different type of relationship different type of bond like mm-hmm. in your eyes like, i can do no wrong like insane <laughs> with you seriously right. <laughs> so it's right, like you, right. it's to this day mom you be like you did what not my baby like like mom i'm 20 <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's, it's it's funny because I'll be telling you stuff I did when I was younger. You like, why do you what? do that? In the like, world, what were like, you doing? <laughs> I mean, even there are times you tell me you got pulled over by the police. 
don't know. Sometimes I wonder if I wonder if I thank God that I didn't know back then. I don't know. I think so because you wouldn't let me go a lot of places if you wouldn't know. Probably. Have. Like, I didn't yeah. been. We didn't have the SWAT come through and pull us out and throw us a bag of cards and stuff like that. And I was like, wow. I can't even tell my mom, like, because she would never let me come back over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely yeah. right. You know, I just, yeah. I guess just me being a mom who is a praying mom, yeah. you know, I've always said that um, sons make you pray different, having a son. Mm. And, and I'll even go further to say, having a an african-american son mm -hmm. raising a black son a black mm -hmm. boy in this world it just makes you pray different you just yeah. it's a different way you pray you know yeah. you um you have different things you you are petitioning god for when mm. your son is is a black boy living in this world and you know especially uh here of late um right. You know, with everything that's been going on um, in our world, <laughs> you know, even with all of the Black Lives Matter stuff that was happening um, last year, uh, the civil unrest, you mm -hmm. know, and everything that even took place this year and what we're still going through now, I still pray differently about you as my son. And you're 29 years old. You are definitely a grown man. But, yeah. you know, as a mom, I don't think I'll ever stop praying for your safety, um, you know, ever in this mm. world. Yeah, I remember one time, um, I think you had got to a point where you just like, you know, you was like, God, just bring him home. Like you was telling me like, you was like, my prayer for you, son, is just that you just come home every night. I think I was like around like 20, like 21, 22. And you was like, I just pray that you come yeah. home. She was like I, don't, like, I don't ask for too much. I just ask that you come home every night and you know, and I was like, yes. shoot, that's, that's deep, you know, when you really think about it. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, it, it is deep. Um, because, I mean, at that point in your life, I know that you're 21, 22 years old, and I'm not going to be able to stop you from getting out there in the streets and doing yeah. what you do. But, yeah, my prayer is that you make it home safely yeah. every single night. And so that that that'll never change. Even as a 29 year old man, when you turn 35 yeah. or 40, I'll always pray that God keeps His protection, His hand of protection yeah. upon your life. So yeah, if that if that hey, if that's what it, being a mama's boy means, right. then by all so means. Nah. And I don't think like and like you said, it's different like types of like mama's boys. It's not like um like I'm still like mom. Uh, I need a. Uh, Mom, can you do this? Like, there, there yeah. are times where I do need you and I do ask for help or something. But it'll just, it'll really right. just be like advice on something or like, it's rare that I'm just like, mm -hmm. Mom, can you do this whole thing for me? Like, duh, duh. like I'm never like, oh no, like needy, needy. No. But because like, for the most part, no. I get things done myself and I tell you after and you'd be like, well, okay, well, how'd that go? Like, you know? <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, we do have those conversations. I, and that, you know, that makes me proud that I have a son who can think his way through some things, you know, that you can navigate through yeah. issues and problems that come up because that's part of life. You're going to have problems. But, you know, son, I'll say this. When I knew you had really matured, this is when I knew. I knew you had really matured when you were away in college, you were away in uh 
uh, North Dakota, mm-hmm. and you had to move. Mm-hmm. And the circumstances were, you know, kind of jacked oh, yeah. up, reason why you had to move. But you never told me anything until yeah. you actually had secured your new spot and you had handled your business. And not only had you found a new place to go, but you never asked me for any money to make that move. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, he figured that thing out. <laughs> oh, yeah. He figured that out. You know, we come from that background of like, figuring it out like our whole life so we've been figuring it out um from the times where where we stayed in la from the times we moved out to the ie like and then back to la and back out here um like we just always like figure things out like we never just like crumble like that was all our always our family like when times was hard like we've been up and we've been down and we've been down down and we've been up up like so right and you know, we seen a lot and we yeah. seen nothing, like not even a little, we seen nothing. Like we literally had nothing at some points yeah. in our lives. And, but at the end right. of the day, like you and dad right. figured it out. And me, Brea, Christian and Zion, we were watching that. Y'all right. figured it out every single time. And that's something that's okay. instilled in me. Like I'm, I'm gonna figure it out regardless. Yeah. <laughs> like. I've always got a backup plan. I always got, right. all right, so if this don't go through, then I'm going to do this. Like, you know, I'm going to figure this out. Like, and that's just something that y'all really instilled in us. Like, and I, I know it's in me. Like, it's, that's just something that I just like mm-hmm. live by. Like, I'm going to figure it out regardless. Like, if I got $2 for the next two weeks, I guarantee yeah. I'm going to eat. Like, I promise you I'm going to eat. Like, so <laughs> I promise you, like, I'm going to figure it out. So that's one of the best qualities to have like you know so and that comes from you guys that comes watching y'all and it's funny that you say that because as parents um you know you really do your best and you'll find this out when you have children of your own you know you really do your best to teach your kids Mm -hmm. you try to give them the best parts of yourself but you know sometimes those ugly parts come through too you know But when your children grow up and, yeah. and they say to you verbally, I mean, you just said to me verbally, me and my sisters, we got that, hey, figure it out from you and dad. That lets us know that, hey, everything that we did, what we tried to instill, right. the lessons we tried to teach you guys, right, right. the things we did in front of you, we may not even have said, yeah. this is what you do, but we just lived it. Right. It was, it was really all worth it. But let me ask you another question. Has being a, what we're calling today, a mama's boy, has that ever hindered you in, in, in relationships? I'm going to say yes and no, because I think a lot of women respect that I am. Like, you know, I'm not like a, I don't just, oh yeah, I'm a mama's boy. So this, like, I'm not like that. Okay. But it's like, if you come around, it's in me around my mom and how I am when I get around you and stuff like that. And, you know how I'm like randomly like, oh, I need to call my mom. I ain't talked to her in a minute. Like, and you're going right. to see that I am. And but a lot of women, they respect it and they actually like it because, you know, the respect for women that I have and how I treat women and all that stuff, you know, it's like, they, they love it. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say that because I'm in a relationship now. So the the woman that I'm with now, like she, she respects it and okay. you know she actually loves that about me that's cool but then again like 
in my uh relationship i ain't gonna say relationship like i had like i've been like people that i've talked to before mm -hmm. and they always try like they would try to be like oh you oh because your mom did it and it's like they didn't really mean it but they were just you know i'm upset at the moment so i'm just gonna say this and yeah. oh that's because you a mom's boy yeah. like it's like shut up like you just talking <laughs> they were coming for you but, uh, <laughs> yeah like you're just talking and it didn't even have nothing to do with you like right. it was just like they just trying to steer me up you know i'm a pretty hard person to like kind of steer yeah. up so it's like they're trying to steer me up yeah. get it get a crack out of right. me and i'm just like nah i'm not going for it so it's like i say yeah no when people try to use against you but like for the most part, I think it didn't, it never really like hindered it to the point where it was like either me or your mom, like it was never that situation. Hmm. So that's, you know, and I hope it, yeah. it never gets to that point. You know, I guess it kind of, we can kind yeah. of segue into something I was going to talk about a little later, but I guess we can kind of segue into that. Um, if you ever decide yeah. to marry, and I really pray hard that you do. <laughs> What kind of mother-in-law or mother-in-love, because that's how I like to term it, do you want me to be? Um, I would like for you to be one that uh, treated like your daughter. Wow. I just want to be natural. Like, I've always, like, every time I envision, like, me having a wife, I just always wanted to be just so natural, like, just fit right in, like, with my family. Yeah. Like, almost, like the way you guys interact with the way you interact with her just like hey girl you oh you, you want some come on come grab this like just natural yeah. i don't want it to be like every single time it's like you meeting that person over and over and over again yeah. i just want it to be just a natural y'all can like they know you you know them you can talk the way you talk like you know you can feel relaxed you're not having your guard up mm -hmm. you're not co-pastor in front of them yeah, like you know yeah. so I just wanted to be like very just natural and kind of laid back and just how you how it is like when I go to your house and I'm there with my sisters and right. we just fooling around we just talking we might have a serious talk yeah. uh, might be something going on and I I want you guys to have your own thing too wow. I want to like I want to randomly like what you doing oh I'm out to lunch with your mom you know we just decided to go out here and just do this uh, you know so. I hope it naturally it, it evolves to that. I don't want it to be forced, of course, right. but I would like for it to naturally evolve to that. Like, yeah, I'm about to go with your mom to the store real quick. We was just fooling around and we about to go do this. And, you know, wow, just natural. I love that. And, you know, it's funny that, you know, you would even say that. I don't think we've ever had that conversation before, but that is really yeah. exactly the type of relationship that I want to have with my daughter-in-law or my daughter-in-love mm. is to have that natural, mm. almost like she feels like I'm her mom and that also yeah. the other part of yeah. that, you know, not taking anything away from her own mother or, or whoever that significant person is in her life, but also, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you know, her feeling like she could come to me about anything, but Mm -hmm. At the same time, me knowing and understanding my boundaries. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's really important. Yeah. And so it's not only important for me to have boundaries with you, just, you know, you as my son, as a single man right now. Yeah. But, you know, when you do decide to marry mm -hmm. and have a family of your own, you know, then, of course, my boundaries, 
would have to change to accommodate, you know, your wife, because then it would go from us, me, your dad, your sisters being your family to now we are your extended family and your wife is your family. And as you add children to that equation, then they become your family, your number one, numero uno family. Mm -hmm. And we become the extended family. And, and I think, in-law relationships work best when that is understood. Yeah, I see. Now you are the extended family and, and the husband or the wife of your child is now their yeah. family. That's just, that's something that um, I don't think many people, you know, teach it to their children, yeah. you know, and sometimes those relationships get really convoluted because, or people tend to overstep their boundaries. Yeah. I just, I, because I'm sensitive to things like that, I really am very aware. I try to be very aware of how I interact with you as a grown man and keeping in mind that one day you will Mm -hmm. have a wife and she will be the the most important thing to you at that time as she should be that I I don't want to be in my feelings about that, you know? And I don't think I will because I think I'm so looking forward to, I love family. I just love family. So adding to my family, adding son-in-laws and a daughter-in-law and those types of things, I don't think I'm going to have a problem with, you know, especially when it comes to the grandkids and all that. I love that. That, That's important to me. I want to have that. So that's why, you know, been working on my health so that I can I can be healthy. Yeah, yeah. Being you know a grandma, I got my one grandbaby. You yeah. know she's almost a big girl, grown girl. Which, you know, right, you know. And so when the other ones come, I still I want to be active right, and right. I want to I want to be able to help take care of them yeah. and and be that grandma that keeps them for a weekend or you yeah. know takes some places and does things. We're active, so yeah, that's important. Now, let me ask you this question. What do you like the best about me as your mom? You're so genuine and you are just, you straightforward too. <laughs> no cutting corners with you. Like you like, hey, if you don't study, you're gonna fail. Like it's just straight up. Yeah. It's not It's not like you might, you might get a D or a C. Like say, hey, if you don't study, you're gonna fail. Like, okay. Yeah. And it's like, I love that about you. Like you never, and that's why like I don't mind being a mama's boy because like you never ever just like well it's okay he's he's trying really really hard like you like you know like, okay. nah we about to go back over here we about to work on this and I'm gonna bring him back like so you yeah you baby me but you never like baby me to where I was like handicapped and I mom I need you right here like you know it's like you always put me in a position to where I could still do things on my own. Right. And I don't mind doing things on my own. You just, it's not like, you know, you did a couple projects for me here and there, but <laughs> that's because I used to wait till the day before to turn it. Right. <laughs> but, but besides that, like, you never just, like, just always, like, you didn't hold my hand. Like, you know, you didn't really, like, you straightforward, and it was, like, genuine. It was, like, this is life, son. Like, you know. So I appreciate that. I've always appreciated that. And even now, you still like that to this day. I never want my kids to have an unrealistic view of what life is. No, everything is not going to be easy and everybody's not going to like you. You know, and I I think that's 
a, a lesson that I always wanted to teach you guys. Right. That you still had to persevere and move forward regardless to how people feel about you, you know. Yeah. And if there's some things you need to address with a person, then address that. If you're wrong, you know, right. come correct. But at the same right. time, it, it should not stifle you and keep you from moving forward. Yeah. So tell me yeah. what you least like about me as your mom. I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> I can take it. Well, one, you perfect. So it's nothing that I oh, least boy. like. <laughs> That's a tough question. And it's not even like... It's so many things. I really can't think of anything. Well, if you can't answer that, then, you know, I can pat myself on the back. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Nah, it's... I really... I mean, I'm sure over the years, there have been some things that you didn't necessarily like that I did as you were growing up. But, I mean, as you mature, you know, you begin to understand why your parents If we're do, talking like that, yeah. Just the basic kid stuff, like you making me like I got like me not understand like why do I have to clean up my why do I have to make my bed when I'm about to get back in <laughs> stuff like that like basic stuff right, like, right. like like you know me I'm a I'm a real like let's make sense right, of this mom right. you know I've always been oh, like that yeah. I'm like let's make sense of this why am I gonna make up my bed when I'm about to get right back in it and you like I don't care like you go up for me but um yeah I mean when I was younger. I didn't like how, like, you was, like, because you were a sassy person. I didn't like how sassy you was because you was, like, kind of like a uh, like a smart aleck, and you'd be, like, okay, like, you know, but I've grown to, like, laugh at that and love it, okay. like, you know, as I got older. Okay. But as, when I was younger, I didn't understand it. I'm, like, yeah. Yeah, that's honest. Yeah, as I got older. You, you know, your dad would probably agree with that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, I, I already feel dumb. You don't got to make me feel anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> thanks, Mom. Yeah. Let me ask yeah, you this thanks, question. Mom. I think it's um, a couple more questions, and then we're just going to we're gonna end it here. This has been so much fun, and I've really been looking forward to this opportunity to have to, uh have you on my podcast and just have a, just a mom and, and son conversation. And of course, you know, our listeners are, are peeking in on our personal conversation, but that's good because maybe we're helping yeah. somebody. But let me ask you this. Yeah. What is one thing that I have taught you as your mom that you believe that only I could have taught you? So I feel like I pick up certain things from like you and that. So when it comes to sticking to it, mm-hmm. like you, you taught me how to like stick to it. Like, don't stop because you think like, oh, it's not gonna get you anywhere. Or, like, perfect example, I can I can say it on here. Um, when I was away at school, it was probably like what the first mm-hmm. semester. I was in uh, North Dakota. I found out I wasn't eligible for football, so I was like, "Mom's cold. I'm about to come home. Like, I'm tired of this. I don't want to do this." Like, and. The first thing you told me, you said, you was like, no. I was right. like, no, you're not coming home. Say, like, you're not coming home without that paper. And I was like, huh? He was like, yeah. She's like, son, you're not about to just quit. And he was like, you about to go out there, you know. You're not. She's like, yeah, you out there to play football, but I need you to have that paper. I need you to come back with that. She's like, if you come home, like, what you going to do? I was like, I don't know. Get a job. She's like, get a job where? What? Right. You know, go get a little seasonal job and then be hopping around other jobs and 
Yeah. Like, and that was the truth because like a lot of my friends, they were just at home, just doing a whole bunch of nothing. And like, I definitely believe that you taught me how to stick it through, like no matter what. And I've been extremely blessed from sticking through and yeah. riding it out. I, I'm going to say, right. You taught me how to ride it out. You know, that's, that's cool. That's good to know. That's good to know that I had that, that um, type of influence over your life. Now, let me ask you this one last question. What is one yeah. of the hardest things that I did that I did as your mom that now in hindsight was probably the best thing that I ever did? Same thing. When you told me I couldn't come home. Okay. <laughs> Cause you know. That was our that was our main conversation on the phone, right? Yeah. <laughs> because every time I would say, son. You're not yeah. welcome here without Yeah, I your couldn't paper. come to the door without my paper. And I, you know, I think like you said, the first time I said it to you, you were a little yeah. shocked, you know? And that was, you know, William, it's funny because I was looking at all of your friends, and not all of your friends, but some of the young men that I knew mm -hmm. about, you know, and I could see that being here was not serving them. Yeah. It didn't serve them well. And I knew you, I knew you as my son, and I knew that you remaining home, staying home, maybe going to a community college in the area, that was nah. not going to serve you. You needed to be away yeah. from, not that you were influenced by your friends, but, you know, it was a very comfortable position for you to be yeah. in. And so I knew you needed to be away, even though it was broke my heart when yeah. you, you know left the very first time. Right. You know, but I knew that that was it was the best thing for you. You know, yeah. and sometimes as parents, you know, and you'll get this one day. Sometimes as parents, we have to do things, you know, for our kids and 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 with regard to our children mm -hmm. that sometimes it makes us cry at night. Because we don't really want to do that, but we know that as hard as it as it is to do it, it's the best thing for you guys. And so, yeah. I know I knew back then that making you stick it out and stay in North Dakota is really mm. a big part of who you are today. It really yeah. is. You became a man that I am so proud of. <laughs> To this day, you, I'm so proud of you. I knew it was hard for you to to stick out and get that degree. Yeah. But, honey, I would always tell you, a black man with a degree, yeah. you can't be stopped. Dangerous person. And you found that out. That degree has blessed you in many ways. Yeah. You know, it was hard. It was tough to get it. But you right. got it. And right. so because of that, you know, you're valuable. Your value went up. Your stock went up you know, tremendous. And it taught me that I can pretty much do anything. Even if I don't want to do that, I can do it because yes. school was never my strong point. Like yes. that was never my thing ever. So me right. going to right. college and finishing and, you know, like that, that really taught, I mean, it, look at it now. Like it got me doing other things. It got me in fields that I've never thought I would be in right now. Yes. As far as like yes. serving like teenagers in the mental health field or even like in the construction industry that I'm in also like it's right, who would have thought right. like you know so it's like it got me 
like really just opening up my mind to so many other things that yes. you know that I I can do it just because I if I say I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it like and that's just my mindset now yeah. so it's like anything that I want to do yes. I truly believe that I can do it because I did something that I didn't even want to do I literally tell people like oh, I got my degree from my mom like which I knew I know like <laughs> you know I it's helping me out for sure right and I know me doing it for her was my motivation but it also was her you know i think you kind of use that as well to push me out to be a better man and be a better person yes. Yes. so it was like we kind of like used it against each other like yo like son <laughs> right. you, you're not coming home without that like you know you're right no you can't yeah. you can't come back here you can't come back here you can go <laughs> wherever you want to go but you can't come back here yeah. without that paper and that was our nightly conversation that was the last thing i would say to you i love you son but you're not welcome here without that degree and i really did mean that and it it wasn't easy for me to say that to you but i knew that it would cause you to really because you're always been a a deep thinker and so i knew it would cause you to deep you know to think deeply and to consider that i don't want to disappoint my mom right you know i don't want to but the thing i was looking for was I want you to do something where you will be proud mm-hmm. of yourself. You accomplished that degree. Right. I didn't do it. I didn't take not one class from you. You right. did them all. Hard, easy, whatever the case may be. You said something important just a few minutes ago, and you said that now you're open. Your mind is open. And, you know, sometimes all the classes we take in college, we don't use that stuff. I mean, let's keep well, it real. I don't know a thing from college. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is... It makes you think openly, you know, and and you don't have such a narrow way of thinking and being. And so, you you know, college opens you up. Being in North Dakota as a black man opens you up, you know. You can live anywhere with anyone. So that was was definitely a blessing. Well, son, I want to bring this to an end. I want to say thank you for being with me today and sharing and being open and honest. And I just want you to take just a a couple minutes just to share with some moms out there that may be struggling with their sons. Just kind of encourage them a little bit and we'll just go ahead and end here. To all the mothers, just be honest with your kids, especially your sons. The world is honest with us. Like They'll let you know they don't like us. They'll let you know that they do like us. They'll tell you, no, you can't have this job. No, you can't work here. You can't do this and that. So the best thing you can do is be honest, straight up front with your kids. And don't hold our hand all the way to the finish line. It's all right to drag us on a little bit and give us a little start. And then like, let us go. Let us figure it out. It's, it's a figured out world. It's some things that a man got to figure out on his own. And I'm not saying let him go out there. If he out there in the streets, like, for real, like, let him figure that out. But if he's, like, trying to figure things out with school or with jobs or anything like that, let him figure it out. He will. If he truly wants it, he will. And if he does need help, get him back on track, guide him. Because I needed that, too, as well. You know, my mom had to guide me. And then she let me go again. Just kind of let us figure it out. But also be there for support. Let us know we're doing the right thing. And, you know. Beautiful support. Love on them. Well, son, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you. I appreciate it. I really enjoyed it. Have fun. Have some laughs and all that good stuff. Yeah, we had some laughs, right? 
absolutely. So thank you for joining us today for Coffee with Kim. This session was me and my son just talking open and candidly about our relationship. And I hope that this has been a blessing to some of you moms out there, ladies who have sons who are, you know, small children on up to teenagers and even young men. I think like uh, Ralph Waldo uh, Emerson said, and I said so eloquently as we started, was that men are what their moms or their mothers make make them. And I truly believe that we have a, a true hand in making our children, but especially our sons, who they should be in this world. God bless you. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Love you. Love you too.